Hello everyone. Welcome to Art Town podcast series or ATPS as we like to call it. Every week on Friday we feature art and design professionals who take us through their journey in this fascinating world of art. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Spotify and with that let's continue with the show and dive deep into the ocean of art. Art gives us this sense of darkness, but with a surge of hope. Says Ethan Avila, who is our guest for today's show. Ethan was born in Mexico and studied an animation and digital art degree there itself. He travelled to Spain for six months for a specialization in fine arts in Madrid, Spain. He is currently finishing his master's degree at ITMU University in Saint Petersburg, Russia. He loves robots and Greek mythology. So let us start our candid conversation about art and technology. Thanks Ethan for joining us. It was our pleasure to host you in this show and especially to start this podcast series with you which is an amazing talent. So uh, before we jump into the depths of your artwork and imagination firstly I would like to know uh, like how are you and how the covid-19 situation is treating you right? Now? Well um I'm fine. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, it's been hard, um, mostly because I am not in my country. Um, yeah. I am from Mexico, so right now I am in Russia. I hope you and your family are safe and well. And uh, has this pandemic situation given you any inspiration for art? Yeah, uh, there's this weird uh, situation in my mind that, well, when the pandemic started, I just started to see a lot of uh, artworks related to the pandemic and uh, well, you know, about masks and isolation and self-distance and everything. And um, ironically, it didn't give me an inspiration to do something related to that. It made me want to do something different because, uh, well, in my uh, opinion, when some something bad happens in the world, usually what people try to do is to not think of those uh, things or try to focus on the good part of life. So sometimes some artists, I think, have their duty to make people look at other parts. That was really nice to hear. That was a very different take on this situation. What made you inclined towards the art? Like, could you run us through your professional journey as an artist? Well, uh, since I was small, I always loved to draw. And um, I got older and I just started to be very interested in a lot of stuff. So I was interested in music, in cinema, in painting, in, well, in animals, in philosophy. And well, there was a point where I wanted to grow up and become everything. I, I, I sort of found that in art. So the ability to be able to like a lot of things. Uh, you can just show it in art. So if you like literature, then you can just show your influence of your favorite books in what you paint. Or if you're doing a short film, then that influences you and also all the, all the, all the other movies you have. So I guess my journey has been little by little since I was a little boy. And uh, also, I always had a big influence in a lot of things, books and movies and artworks. My old dad always took me to museums. And so since I was very small, 
I always had this uh, inclination towards art. Right. Sounds like you had a really good childhood. <laughs> well, yeah, it was good, but also it was um, kind of hard. Uh, being an artist and traveling across various places must be an adventure in itself. So, is there any is a specific uh, lesson that you learned during this journey over places, different places? Well, yeah, I think that uh, it's important to to travel because. Uh, nowadays, digital environments are all in the internet. And so if you want to go to the Hermitage Museum, then you can just go to the website and they have an online tour. And well, people are like, well, why should I go there if I can just see all the paintings online? But in my opinion, uh, maybe it's not everybody's opinion, but in my opinion, seeing a painting face to face or being able to experience the museum, but also the city where the museum is, the culture, the language, just gives you so much things and uh, inspires you so much. Traveling gives you those moments of awe when you visit something, when you visit uh, a big church or a big palace or even some small sculptures. I think traveling is very important. We know that uh, the art field is so vast. So, and you have gotten a degree in animation, right? So mm-hmm. what made you choose uh, to learn animation to be specific? Well, I think it comes to the idea that I wanted to do a lot of things. And um, like I wanted to draw, but I also wanted to be a cinema director. And when I saw animation and digital art degree, I realized that I could do both at the same time. And also I could do music for the animation. So uh, I started to play with it a little bit. And then I realized that uh, animation is so magical because you can do whatever you want. Whatever you can imagine, you can just do it. And that's something that it's very hard if you if you're working with real people. So if you are thinking about... I don't know, a little man walks towards the sea and then from the sea flies a huge pink horse and then the horse turns into a camel. And then, of course, if you think about it in real life, it's like, ah, it's never going to happen. But in animation, you can make it happen. Yeah, so true, so so true. Yeah, and so for me, it was so fun. It, It made me feel uh powerful and it made me feel some sort like a god because i could control the light i can control if it's dark or light i could just control everything and i just loved it wow that's that that was really amazing like that gave me a very different perspective of the whole animation field i have seen all of your work that was mentioned in your cv and uh, most of your work shows this very interesting, you know, connection between AI and art, artificial intelligence and art. So from mm-hmm. where did you get this idea from? Because it is very interesting and it is something uh, very unique uh, mm-hmm. for art field. So from where did you get it from? Um, oh, so complicated. Uh, well, it, it comes from maybe five no, no, maybe like 10 years ago, uh, I was in high school 
uh, I really was fascinated by the idea of uh, like at what point something becomes conscious and why animals are not conscious and uh, and dogs and why only humans are conscious. So uh, I just thought a lot that like for days and days and days. And um, well, I just then after reading like a lot of science fiction books, I started to become more obsessed with the idea of uh, robots becoming conscious. And well, this idea evolved and uh, it evolved into my master degree thesis. But my master degree thesis kind of, I, I took it into an, a little bit of another direction because of, um, I, well, I realized that robots or artificial intelligence um, in art and in movies and every, in literature are not like uh, something external from humans, but it's part of humanity. So humanity ex extract like the essence of what's to be human and puts it into a robot or an AI in cinema. I really like uh, this psychological thing of uh, exteriorizing ourselves into a robot or an automata. And well, we have done that since since the Greek period, which was one of the first robots that uh, has ever been in literature is uh, Talos. So majority of your work speaks about the consciousness of a robot or an object. So even now you explained about it. So mm -hmm. uh, do you believe that this consciousness exists beyond humanity? Mm, no, no, I don't think so. Consciousness is merely human and maybe robots or artificial intelligence, if they get very advanced, they can have maybe half of the ability of consciousness that we have. But I think it's very, very complicated because consciousness is probably the biggest uh, mystery in the 21st century. When I went through your work, I saw this movie, The, God, uh, the Day God Committed Suicide. So mm -hmm. I must say it was amazing. And it was one of your best work. Like you, each of your work was really good, but I especially like that movie. And uh, I was wondering what gave you the inspiration behind the script of that book. Uh, can you tell me why did you like it? I would be very interested to hear. Uh, because uh, first of all, I haven't seen any movie that uh, sh showed a conversation between you know a robot and a and God. And one more thing that, you know, that made me wonder was uh, why was God shown in the way you showed in that movie? Because everywhere in this world, people think God as this very idealistic, you know, uh, thing or um, I don't know. But uh, it, is show, it is presumed to be this idealistic uh, thing. So uh, the way you showed it was a very different perspective of God. <laughs> it showed this, you know, this um, insecure and this uh, selfish nature of God. 
Mm-hmm. Why did you show the uh, show God as this? You know, a spherical kind of a thing, black spherical kind of a thing, which was kind of you know looking like a small universe in itself. <laughs> to me, as a small universe in itself. So I was like wondering why, why, what made it in you know think he he should show the show God as this. Uh, spherical black sphere so even that was a uh, that was something that i was wondering yeah it's very very interesting because well, when i graduated uh from my bachelor my final project was going to be a 3d model and it was going to be just that robot in that film like that was going to be my project and um and then they told me that they were going to have an exhibition with all our projects. And I really felt ashamed because I was like, what? There's going to be an exhibition and I'm just going to show a model. And um, so I I didn't sleep. And I tried to think of ways of trying to do a small animation in two days. As fast as possible, but as interesting and as good as possible. And I had a robot. So Wait, what are you telling me that you that you made that movie in two days? Yes. My God. My yes, God. Uh, so I, I didn't sleep. Two days work. I must say that. <laughs> well, it, it was it was planned to to be simple but complicated at the same time because I was like, okay, I have a robot. What can a robot do that could be interesting? Well. He can talk to somebody. We can have a conversation and it's less action. So it's less animation. It's like, okay. But I don't have another model. Like, okay, I, I won't do another model because I don't have time. What if he speaks to God? Because God is like nothing and something at the same time. I mean, like, okay. that's there, we, can, we can start from there. And then um, uh, I was like, God needs to be like this reflection of the world but not light reflection dark reflection so the little sphere actually isn't black but it's like chrome so it reflects everything and well because they were in space it reflects the entire space and uh well if god was good and uh idealistic and everything then it wouldn't be very interesting uh so uh, well, I really love uh, Carl Jung ideas, and he has this uh, concept of archetypes. God was more um, like maybe dark or angry, and in the New Testament, he was more like chill and relaxed. So I wanted to make him angry and uh, to somehow talk with this uh, most advanced artificial intelligence. And I just downloaded a Venus from one site that had 3D models from statues and uh, just uh, asked the guy, two guys to do the voices for me. And they said, yeah, of course, which was very weird because I don't think you get like an email each day saying, hey, I'm doing this uh, short film about artificial intelligence talking to God. You want to be the voice of God? (laughs) And but if I uh, they was, said, yeah, I'm really interested in doing that. <laughs> yeah. And they said, yeah. 
And I said, oh, but there's a problem. You need to do it like tomorrow or today. And they're like, yeah. yeah, no problem. I'll just get home and I'll record it. And uh, we just like worked together. And uh, I finished it maybe one hour before the presentation. It got presented. And then my the my career, my career director didn't like the short film at all. And sometimes the efforts can't be, you know, uh, validated by a prize because we know. And that the thing that you made was way beyond the prizes that were given in that exhibition. So I must say it was really good work. And it was very insightful what you told right now. The whole perspective that you showed God as this, you know a black sphere rather than showing it as light because people usually, you know, believe that light is God or God is light. So mm-hmm. even that perspective, I, I love that. And the whole thing was very unique. So I, I loved watching that movie. So, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, even yeah. Uh, one of the judges told me that I didn't know how, I didn't know cinematography because of that short film, which was like weird. I don't know, it, that, that was a weird day in general. On a lighter note, uh, many of Greek mythology, mythological mentions were uh, there in, your, in some of your uh, short films. So mm-hmm. what makes you fascinated towards Greek mythology to be specific? Uh, why not any other? Why what? Why not any other mythology but Greek mythology? Mm, um, I like Greek mythology because of um, each god uh, represents uh, some sort of uh, archetype. So, and they represent very specific things. And uh, it's just very beautiful. The perfect balance between uh, beauty, tragedy, uh, insightful, and um, in like magic, I guess. And I really like their tales about uh, love, like that love uh, falls in love with the psyche, with psyche instead of uh, beauty, which is Aphrodite. So that that's really like outstanding for me. Like, yeah, because when you really love somebody, like in real life, you don't love their beauty externally. You love, like, their mind and what they are the most. So it makes sense that in the Greek myth, uh, Psyche falls in love with love. And love falls in love with Psyche. And uh, I really like uh, how they portray um, a lot of uh, things like that, like immortality, and even robots and how statues come to life to love and everything it's just very fascinating to me and besides their their statues are super cool <laughs> and it's some sort of the base of uh, western culture with like philosophical and um, so it's very very interesting for me the way you describe the Greek mythology right now makes me want to read about it more and more. So I am <laughs> going to do that now. 
so um uh, again one more thing mm-hmm. right? so we all know um that the future is going to be all about technology and this mm-hmm. situation has given a pretty huge insight towards so mm-hmm. like that like that way even art will have to grow hand in hand with the technology in, in the future so how do you think like according to you how art and technology is going to grow parallelly in future um well historically is very interesting because uh like art and technology before was the same thing which was like alchemy like alchemy was some sort way of art but trying to explain the universe and then little by little science came and art and science became antagonist so art is like no art is this pure thing and science is like no science is this pure thing but um in my perspective uh in reality in the world there's this thing that never changes which is like truth like the truth of being and the truth of the world and so i think right now we are starting to see how both art and technology start to come together again so we start to see a lot of artworks with that involve technology and uh like for example isaac asimov uh made a lot of literature works uh about robots and everything and now we can see it like more physically like with boston dynamics and everything just uh little by little art and technology is becoming again trying to touch each other to be one and uh that means that something good is happening because both art and technology is trying to find the same truth and if they converge well we're closer to know what that truth is in that sense what do we what do you aim in future like uh, what do you want to do uh, in your future any kind of a dream project that you have um yeah i have a lot <laughs> um yeah. Well one of my dreams I guess is finishing well not finishing starting I guess uh starting and finishing m- my my long feature film that I have like animation feature film which is also about robots and about consciousness and uh robots trying to like the premise of the story is that um life on earth every human dies and robots keep working as not as nothing happens but there's this one robot who gains consciousness mm-hmm. and he tries to find out what happened but every other robot somehow thinks that humans were some kind of gods that created them to do something so are uh, you about the cube uh, short film something on the similar terms Yeah, it has like the same tone of that but uh, like yeah. big. And uh I made the script and it's and it's a lot of pages so it, it has to be a movie. But well, I need to do I need to have money and time to do a movie, so I wish someday I could do it. Uh and I hope you finish that movie and I get to watch that film 
in theater. Of, of course, I, I will tell you. Yeah. yeah. So, lastly, do you want to give any advice to fellow artists or the audience in general? Um, well, I guess my advice would be just to to find inspiration and do things like um, inspiration can come in one hour, two hours, and uh, you just have to take it and do whatever you have to with that. Like, just don't think, just feel and do it. And if you do it correctly, then at the end, whatever you do would come out great. Maybe not for everybody because well, whatever you do, not everybody will like it but it should make you happy. And if you do it with soul and heart, well, then eventually you will find an audience and uh, people will like it. And well, also to take into account that from maybe 100 things that you do, drawings or songs or videos, uh, maybe you won't like 98, but, but the other two, would be perfect and you will never find those two perfect ones if you don't try 100 times and I think that's some advice that really has helped me and I think I hope uh, it helps other people that was a really nice advice yeah it was really nice talking to you hope you liked our show you can give your valuable feedback and suggestion of speakers you would like us to host next by writing us on www.artdown.store. Stay tuned to our channel as we are going to come up with brand new episodes every week on Friday. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Spotify. See you soon. Bye.